Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome to episode 51. Um, Hope you're well, hope you're having, well... We're having a good time and you're healthy and everything's going well as you move through February. Um, I can't wait for the uh, the nights to start getting lighter and the, the spring months. Spring's my favourite time of year. Um, just <laughs> sort of had enough of the dark nights at the moment. But it's all good. We get on with it and we go anyway. Um and always, as always, thanks for all the messages coming in, guys, and people loving the free four-day course at www.reviveyourself.co. Um, brilliant. Anyone who's got a chronic condition, that's um, for you. And that's some really good messages through about the, the episodes, the podcast, everyone's loving it, the medical marijuana one, um, all the episodes before as well. And we've got a great one today um, with um, the guys from Green Wisdom Health. Um so Dr. Dr. Stephen Lewis was going to have Janet on as well but um, she actually couldn't make it in the end so just Dr. Stephen Lewis and we'll be talking all about the thyroid now thyroid issues are a huge problem for a lot of the population I think I rolled out some stats in the episode actually about how many people are actually affected by it a lot more than people think um, some of the stats I think it was like 1 or one in 10 but in reality I think it's more but like 6 or 8 in 10 uh, people all across the US and, and Europe and the UK so it's a big episode guys and girls and a lot of it as we're going to anyway I won't ruin it I'll let you listen <laughs> um, so without further ado here he is Dr. Stephen Lewis hope you enjoy the show guys and I'll see you on the other side hey guys and welcome to episode 51 of the Revive Yourself podcast today I'm with Dr. Stephen Lewis from www.greenwisdomhealth.com and we're going to be talking all about the thyroid. So how are you today, Stephen? Oh, doing great. How are you? Yeah, really well. So whereabouts uh, are you based? I can, that's, I can hear quite a pronounced southern accent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Longview, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we've had a couple of guests from Texas. Um, who was it? I'm trying to think. It might have actually been... Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Maybe Lenny Gale. No, I think he was in Chicago. Two of the guys that worked. Do you know um, Dr. Doug Kaufman at all? I've heard the name. Yeah, he does. A, he does a, the antifungal uh, antifungal diet, and he's actually got yeah. two guys. I can't remember the name. I'll, I'll get back. I remember who it is. And um, they produce some really good desserts. They're all gluten, wheat, sugar free. They're really really good, and they're around your neck of the woods. I know. I know Texas is huge. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, quite a big football football state, isn't it? Texas, American football. Yeah, we're we're actually we're in Texas, but we're really closer to Shreveport, Louisiana, than we are Dallas. But uh, yeah, oh, it's a it's a good blend of Western, Southern, Cajun. Uh, yeah, a good blend of cultures. Yeah, awesome. And um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the thyroid. You know, um, you've got a book out. I, I think I don't know if it's. You've got it in hard copy, but I've seen you've got it um, definitely over, over the net, uh, called Thyroid Sniper, um, which we can talk about later on. But 
just just beginning because thyroid issues, um, Stephen, are something that come up quite a lot. And um, you know, having a look at this, having a look at the uh, the stats. Um, I mean, people. First of all, I mean, people need to know the thyroid. I mean, butterfly butterfly shaped gland found inside your neck, right underneath your, your larynx or your voice box, and it's responsible for reducing you know the master metabolism hormones etc uh, essential for growth uh, in children and development of children um, and really all the hormonal all the hormonal processes um, but the stats were actually quite quite shocking you know in, in the US once I looked it up 10 to 40 percent of the USA have suboptimal thyroid function um, right and um, in in the UK the uh, <laughs> the, the associational clinic the Association of Clinical Biochemistry um, and the, um, I can't what's the, there's another one, the hormone, I can't remember there's another one, the, 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 the foundation, through the foundation, two or three of the foundations say we have about 2% in, uh, in a 2% problem, but one of the doctors over here, Dr. Cherry Hertiger, uh, president of the International Hormone Society, he reckons it's about 20 to 50%, so pretty similar to you guys. Now, what, why is this going on? Why is the hormone... Sorry, hormones, thyroid issue, such a big, big deal. Well, the, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that, and um, <clears throat> I think it's more pollutants in our system. The things that are uh, contain fluoride, chloride, and bromine that's interfering with the iodine receptor sites, <clears throat> and then you need some of the other nutrients to convert, you know, T4 to T3 which we have very, very low nutrient uh, density in our food. It's kind of interesting. Um, we have a lot of trouble shipping out of the United States, but I have this one client in London. I just absolutely love this guy. And he says, well, I have these bad allergies. And I said, well, you need to quit eating this, 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 and this. And he says, stop, doc. He says, we don't eat the same stuff you eat in America because it's outlawed over there. It's, it's, mm-hmm. And Jan and I have been to Europe and we've been to China. And it's like, yeah, y'all are a lot healthier than us because I think, I think the food is not so heavily laden with chemicals. And you can tell me if that's true or not. Um, yeah. No, so we uh, unfortunately we are in bed with you guys. So some bits of it are, are worse. I mean, we, we're not allowed certain things in our food. Like, for example, we, we wouldn't see a box of Lucky Charms over here. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, full for, for of. I mean, there's just certain things that you do. For example, McDonald's over here. It's not good, but our uh, the fries over here, I think, have about six or seven ingredients. I think you guys got like fifteen to twenty. Um, right. So, I mean, if you're buying organic, um, it's always going to be it's always going to be a lot better. And there's certain, there's certain guidelines that we don't, that's all that we have that you guys don't. But you know, there's still people get still people are living that Western lifestyle. I mean, there's still a hell, hell of a lot of gluten, wheat, like phosphates over here now. Um, you know, you're you're getting still soy. People are heavily reliant on caffeine stimulants. Um, I mean, that's why I've got so many clients. You know, <laughs> it's probably same as you, because there's, there's a lot of things. That, I mean, just you said there, T four and T three. Just for our listeners, um, what are are they, uh, Stephen? Well, T T three is actually the most, in my opinion, the most uh, important thyroid hormone, the one that does the work, and T four is for the most part inactive. Uh, but besides iodine, which we're almost all deficient in, you have to have B two and B three. Mm-hmm. Uh, to convert it and zinc and selenium, uh, the amino acid tyrosine is very important too. Uh, but you know, yes, going organic, you mentioned that is much, much better choice. And I advise that all the time, but 
I treat so many organic farmers in so many different states. Mm. And for example, there's this organic farmer says, well, I've been doing your stuff for two years and I felt so great that I got first runner up best organic farm within one year of moving to the new property. And he said, I have the energy to do it because your supplements. And even though I eat organic, I feel terrible when I quit. He said, I quit three months ago and I feel absolutely terrible. And I said, well, organic is good, but it's not complete because you don't know if there's one part per million or 16,000 parts per million in some of the minerals like manganese and molybdenum. And that's what the research says, that even organic food can vary so widely uh, in the nutrient density. You don't really know what you're getting. But with organic foods, you know you're not getting the chemicals, which is still a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I always say that. I think there's some studies out saying like a head of lettuce today um, – so you need to eat 50 heads of lettuce a day to get the same nutrition from one head of lettuce 50 years ago. So I get what you're saying yes, there. Like, um, exactly. When it mm-hmm. comes to topping up with your vitamins and minerals and, and having certain supplements, that, that is essential. And uh, we'll be talk, we're talking about that because I say, you know, you, if you're eating whole, whole-based uh, foods, uh, they're organic. You say there's big, big, big diversity. I mean, if you get by... Um, dynamic food if you can grow your own great but you know you're gonna have to probably top up but you mentioned there so this is the thing you mentioned their um iodine which is really really important and you said a lot of people are deficient now i mean i'm gonna go into all this but why are we deficient is it bromine um is it because we've taken out iodine lots of the foods that used to be in it um I mean, because it seems like, every, as you said, it seems that everyone is deficient in iodine these days and, and iodine these days, and uh, it's a, quite a big problem. Well, I think it's not really in our food as much as we should. Uh, uh, you know, we, we used to, maybe 100 years ago or so, used to fortify uh, flour with iodine. Mm-hmm. Now we do it with bromide or bromine, one of, one of the two, mm-hmm. and... I love old medical books. I mean, even over a hundred years ago, one of the medical books says white wheat flour is devastating to a diabetic and contributes to diabetes. So part of it, it's missing in our diet, not enough seafood, um, because thyroid problems are not nearly as rampant around the coast where people tend to eat more seafood. But then you, you have the fluoride that's in the water, uh, which I think is a problem and in our toothpaste. Yeah. And, then you have chloride and chlorine and all the cleaning products and, and, and a lot of the pesticides. So it's twofold. Part of it is not there. And the other part is you've got three other halides that compete for the iodine receptor side. So, you know, it's best, I think, to treat a person individually. You know, there's some experts that write these two and 300 page books that uh, say, well, Never give a Hashimoto's patient iodine. That's like throwing gasoline on the fire. And then the other so-called expert says you can give them 50, 75, 100 milligrams. And and usually you measure iodine in micrograms. But he's given 50 to 100 milligrams and said, oh, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. And, you know, my book is like, yeah, cut to the chase. Here's what it is. Here's what it does. Here's why it doesn't work. And you need to find somebody that can treat you as an individual because everybody's different. Yeah, I always say to people, it's different on the inside as well on the outside. So why yes. would you give someone the same as someone else? So you just mentioned a couple of things there, you know. Um, right, so we're, we're going to get into um, Hashimoto's and overactive thyroid, and hyper, hyperthyroid. But why is it, like, for example, we're seeing here, um, 
there are so many people these days with, with poor thyroid function, but you know the, the majority of people you see are women between 40 and 50, uh, and, and women are 10 times more likely to get uh, thyroid issues than men. Why is that? You know, I don't really know the answer to that, but I think part of the answer, and this is just part, is that men may have it, but we have a tendency to ignore it, and that's why we live much shorter lifespan than the average woman. Right. Uh, you know, one book, um, and I've read dozens and dozens of books and hundreds of research articles, real research, not internet opinions. Uh, the real research says that up to 80% of all hypothyroid people have Hashimoto's, and I said, you know, I've not really found that to be true. It might be 20 or 30 percent. But since I've said that, I've noticed, yeah, maybe it's more like 50 or 60 percent is Hashimoto's. So one of the things people have to realize is, <clears throat> yeah, you may have a gluten intolerance, but there's somewhere between four and 40 times more gluten in our wheat than there was a short 50 years ago. And you, you ask, why is that? Well, <clears throat> the way we... Uh, fertilize our food, our, our crops, mm. is like giving fast food to the food we're going to eat. <clears throat> and when you give it the NPK, it says, oh, I have to grow so fast, I'm going to have to put down more protein. And people say, well, protein's good. No, it's not really, because the protein the plant stores in greater abundance is called gluten. Yeah, and what um, so so people out there, just because I'm I'm just gonna get this, I'm just gonna keep on like probably making you go a bit deeper into what you just said because I just want people to really understand. When you say um, we're giving it fast food, you know, I think it's like sixty two elements to make a a plant, but we're only giving it three. What are those three, and and why and why is that? Well, because it makes them look good on the outside. You know, the nitrogen, you know, boost, uh, you know, the leaf growth, uh, mm. potassium's more for the roots and potash. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's like going to the fast food joint and eating something that's just, uh, yeah, it's going to give you calories, but it's not going to give you the nutrients. And fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, our body's very adaptable that it can go ahead and function, but not at 100%. I mean, I'm seeing kids that are, you know, 10, 12, 16 years old that, that come in and say, well, you know, my, my doctor says I have to have a gallbladder uh, taken out. It's like, okay, uh, yeah, our diet is terrible. And that's why Janet and I loved Europe. It's like everywhere we went, we could we could eat the wheat and it didn't bother us. And we noticed that. And of course, China was a whole different ball game, but, uh, I, I just think we're, we have to go back to the family farmer, the one that doesn't put the NPK you know, on the crops, the one that builds the soil. I'm real big. I've always been big on building the soil. You know, I use composted cow manure from a, uh, dairy farm that uses very, very little chemicals. And then I'll throw things in it for, um, you know, more minerals like lava sand or green sand. And then I, and Janet thinks I'm weird, but she'll order me, you know, many thousands of worms off the internet. And I throw the worms in there and let them do the job to get the uh, bacteria reintroduced into the soil. And it's the bacteria that actually can take these, uh, nutrients and put them into a form where the the plant can take them up and then we can consume them worms do a really good job so we have to put the worms and the microbe microbes back in the soil let them do the work yeah 
hundred percent. People don't. This is the thing. This is one of the things with vegans as well. They don't really understand that their plants are actually. <laughs> uh, was it the little animals? The plants are actually eating little animals uh, in terms of the parasites. And people don't really right. know much about uh, dirt science. There's a really good. Do you know? Do you know have you ever heard of Paul Check? Mm, I don't think so. You should look into Paul. He's, he's one of the, the greatest moments. It comes to holistic health, uh, Stephen. You have a little look into him. He's an American guy. He's based in California, but he's got his own holistic system. But he's got a, a good um, lecture on the, in, in the internet on YouTube called The Dirt Facts. And it goes into it, breaks it all. Really easy for people to understand. And what you said there, it's so important. People don't understand how important the soil is um, for us. And we think we're humans, we're above the laws of nature, but we're slowly but surely realising we're not, and that's why everyone's ill and fat and sick and tired. Um, because the soil, without the soil, and same as bees, without the bees, we're, we're not going to be here very long. Um, and I think it's, in America, you guys, I think you've disrupted over 60 to 70% of your topsoil already, um, yep. so you really need to, to start working. I mean, it's, it needs to be a movement to, to get that back, but um, yeah, with, with the with all this effects, you know, we've said with the women before, I was wondering, because we, we talked to other guests as well, we, we, we call it sometimes successful women syndrome, you know, where they're trying to live uh, like, uh, live, live a man's life in a woman's body, um, where they're trying to be everything to everyone. Um, and where a man's body can take a little bit more of that stress, you know, it's built, it's built that way. Women are there to nurture and and, and um, you know reproduce, etc. And their bodies are a lot more delicate than ours when it comes to that sort of thing. So I was wondering, I was just think, wondering if you thought that maybe has something to do with it as well. Why, why obviously the hormones can get out of balance and it can cause problems because you know, as much as we want equality uh, in certain areas of life, you know, women are different. That's why tribes made them. They were so they looked after them so well because they knew that these 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 were the guys that were going to reproduce. They were the ones that were going to nurture the young and. And um, I'm just wondering if the stress that we're putting on some of their bodies these days, it's just too much to handle. That's why we're getting so many thyroid issues. You know, that may be true. There are certainly differences between the sexes. And, you know, I was given a lecture one night. Uh, lecture is not a good term. I was given a talk one night. And uh, I said, well, you know, women are generally in most areas stronger than men. And that's not always true. I mean, we have more physical strength. But I said, you know, if men were so smart, why do women outlive us 7.8 years? And there was a man that raised his hand. I said, yes, sir. He says, uh, we die earlier from the stress of living with a woman. I said, you're not a very, you're not a smart man at all. Because <laughs> believe it or not, the more you give to a woman, the more they give back. I mean, they're, they're an incredible creature. And, and most of my patients are women. Um, which I prefer it because they're almost always just more cooperative and they can, you know, they're, they're geared to listen to their intuition. So they know baloney when they hear it. Uh, I don't know why men are so stubborn. We don't ask for directions. I mean, you know, and that's always a joke. Uh, men won't ask for directions and, you know, men are like, uh, you know why we get a remote control and we just flip and flip and flip to the different channel. We don't want to know what's on TV. We want to know what else is on TV where a woman will find something to watch. Uh, women, they'll find a good program and they'll stick with it more so than a man. So yeah, 100%. I don't know. They're, maybe they're not as strong physically, but they're wiser mentally. hundred percent. And it wasn't, this wasn't me um, saying that they're weaker like that. It was right. actually me saying, 
you know, they're, they're, it's just, it's just weird difference in that there's yin and there's yang, you know, there's a sun, there's a moon, there's, they always say this, there's, there's, there's a water and there's fire. And when it comes to, as you said, you give a woman something, she'll make more out of it. That's why every time yes. we've gone to war and they've, yes. take, they've taken over the crops, the yield has increased oh, 10, 20, 30% because they're much better at that than we are. In fact, until, yes. the, until the plow came along, they were doing that. Um, and that's what I'm saying. They're so much more nurturing and um, loving and much more cultivating. And that's why I'm just wondering. I mean, but their bodies are different to ours because they do have to bear children. So I was just wondering, uh, maybe that's something to do with it. But, you know, cause especially in today's world, you know, Stephen, we're in the Western world where, as I always say, people are trying to be successful, always on the go. They, they think that we're above nature. It's just go, go, go. Um, but I said, you know, there's yin and yang. You need to rest with all that work. And if you try and do that in a woman's body, uh, sometimes it does. It just it can just break down a little bit um, quicker. You see more problems. I'd say. I'd say then. Um, yep. And and you said they're probably better at listening to it as well than we are. You know, we're very stubborn. Um, so I completely agree. But if so, what is it? So just just going past that. When it comes to thyroid issues you've got Hashimoto's and then you've got I mean hyperactive hyperactive what are the difference uh, what what are these what are the differences uh, and, and what can and what what are the things to look out for well you know I don't see very many people with Graves disease where it's hyperactive you know that's actually more rare at least in in my practice and I just do the natural stuff you know being a chiropractor it's like I don't deal with the drugs but uh, I think it may be – some people come in and say, well, I just want to run my thyroid lab. I said, well, okay, but you know, you have the adrenals that are very directly related. You have the pituitary and the hypothalamus in the brain. So you have this axis that sometimes it's really not the thyroid, but it, it can produce the same symptoms. If it's the adrenals or the pituitary is not putting out – you know what it does. It, it's really fairly complicated, uh, but you know I try to simplify it. It's take out the toxins, put in the nutrients, so your body can take out the toxins. So more nutrients, fewer toxins, boom, you've got a really good chance of getting well. And you know part of it is uh, mental and psychological and spiritual. And I, I think that goes back to the the statement about women. I think well the reason they may have more of this is because they sacrifice themselves, mm-hmm. and, and they're less selfish than some of us. Uh, so I think uh, it, it's probably, I don't know, most of the people I see, uh, maybe two-thirds to three-fourths, do have a hypothyroid, but it, there's almost always an issue with the adrenals. Sometimes it runs too hot before it burns out and goes too low. Yeah, and if you, if you don't listen, what we just said there, um, being toxic and deficient, very, very common. Once you get rid of that toxicity and you start to be less deficient, as you said, it's a game changer. But when when you're talking about burnout, when you burned out the adrenals, if you don't listen, you finally burn them out. Um, is there any coming back from that? Absolutely. But uh, I gave a talk at a grocery store that you know has a little classroom, and I said even in the medical profession, they say that if you have uh, adrenal glands that are exhausted or uh, fatigued, it generally will take two to three years to rebuild the adrenal glands, and every jaw in the room dropped. And I said, well, you know, 
we've been taught by listening to the TV on uh, infomercials that, oh, you can do this detox for three to six weeks and you'll be young, rich and good looking. Well, it's not that easy and it's not that quick because the environment throws in more toxins every day. And if you're getting out toxins every day, the net loss of toxins is only very small. And that's why it's very, very uh, time consuming to get well. And it's not that you're ever there. It's just a, a exercise in getting better and better every day. The, the people that think what I do is a good thing are the ones that stick with it and do the work. And I'm sure that's true for you, too. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just think we have to look at the entire picture. And the thyroid is probably the first and most important thing to look at. Yeah. And 100%, you know, it's a big, it is a big picture game, you know, it's a, it's sort of like, some, a lot of times the thing's not the thing, and, and whatever your predisposition to disease is, that's what, that's what can go, so, um, right. it's like the modern lifestyle plus the predisposition to disease equals chronic illness, and, uh, and you said there, the li- lifestyle factors are huge, and yeah, you didn't get ill overnight, did you, so you're not going to be able to get healthy overnight when you've completely burned your adrenals out, or if you've exhausted, uh, I mean, if your thyroid's not working, so, I mean, two to three years to me doesn't even sound that that long. It's in terms of because most people would have been living. Uh, it's like cancer, for example, Stephen. It takes a lot, about ten to fifteen years. You work at getting cancer, and when you burn out your adrenals, I mean, it can take some time. Um, and it's a lot of not listening and just keep on pushing through. So, I completely understand where you're coming from. Um, so, so you, so just so, so for people out there, you say you deal with more people that have got under underactive thyroid. Um, yes. And so is, is underactive thyroid Hashimoto's or is Hashimoto's a little bit different? It can be underactive without having Hashimoto's. Right. Hash, Hashimoto's, the lab can go all over the place from a low TSH to a high TSH. Uh, and your T3 will you know vary uh, very widely. And it, it can be because the person loaded up on gluten and, and caused that inflammation to be more prominent. Or it can be uh, psychological stress, emotional stress. It can be chemical stress. You know, one lady, it, it kind of stumped us for a while. And I said, I don't understand what's going on, but it's definitely different. And we finally figured out that they put her back into a condemned building to teach one more year. And the building was just full of all sorts of toxins. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that's it. You probably need to go on a real heavy-duty detox and do that every day. And she did real well after that, once we figured that out. And my father-in-law, um, you know, he's a very, very young 81. He acts like he's more like 40 or 50. Uh, and I can tell when he sprays the mesquite trees south of Fort Worth, Texas, trying to kill them with chemicals because they're a very invasive species. I can tell on his lab uh, within one or two months after he did it because his thyroid goes crazy. And that's just from the chemicals that he inhales messes with the thyroid. Yeah. And, uh <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I hate that when they when I come over. I've got fields in the back of my house, and they spray sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, leave it out. We, I, I just don't need it. Um, and as you said before, there's so many people out there that, that say I see quite a few articles from people that are call some of the natural stuff like pseudoscience and all this and that. Or they or they say, you know, this is a, a detox supplement. This will just empty your wallet. This is your liver. This is empty toxins, and it's like I don't think you understand, mate, <laughs> for want of a better yeah. word. Um, that yes, this is your liver. It will get rid of toxins, but we're not living in the 1940s anymore. We're in 2018 when there's hundreds of thousands of industrial toxins in the air, um, 
you're exposed to Wi-Fi basically every day and, and blue and Blu-ray, um, blue Bluetooth. Um, you also your food's completely different to what it was back then. The amount of toxins that are in your food, uh, cans, plastics, whatever it is, you know, there's a hell of a lot more going on. Fragrances, chemicals that are in your shower gels. Most people, um, yeah. so we're in a, we're, it's a it's a lot different today. So if you're giving yourself your body herbs. Um, and certain therapeutic supplements that are going to help to detoxify and chelate metals out, etc. It's going to be a game changer for most people, right? I think so. And I, I, I think the supplementation is the, the easy way. Of course, Janet and I try to get rid of all the parabens in the shampoo and, you know, and the chemicals. And we don't give our kids or grandkids, um, you know, the, the, all the dyes and, and the, additives you know it's mm-hmm. like wow it, they even have cancer causing chemicals in some medications it's like well why do they need a food coloring that's you know been known to create cancer so yeah. uh, we try to avoid all of that as much as we can and that's impossible but we don't over worry about it because we can supplement and say well we can take this and you know our body physiologically physiologically will take care of it itself so yeah be aware of that and cut it down as much as you can but um you know, just supplement. You'll you'll take care of a lot of the sins of our society. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And you you yeah, you're adding adding good good things in, and you, you take away. So I always say to people, it's not just about what you add in; it's about what you subtract as well. If you're taking away and you start using better soaps, I think one of the great ones out there, Doctor Bronner's got some great soaps out there. Um, I know it's in America; it's pretty. But you know, you've heard of Doctor Bronner, Stephen. Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, Dr. Bronner's got some good stuff. It's very simple, and, and otherwise, you say all the phthalates and all the other uh, parabens, etc., they can cause problems. Now, for for the, th- the thyroid, best things for people, if you just say iodine, um, and there's also other things like ocean plants, you know, I think Body Ecology have got a good supplement out there, ocean extract, I'm sure you guys have as well. What other things yes. do you like to use uh, in, in your... In your um, products and um, what, what sort of iodine do you think is best because I know Lugo's oil um, is quite quite prominent but what thing what are the ones you use uh, we usually use potassium iodide or some some of the iodides are actually uh, chelated to uh, amino acids uh, I'm a big user of animal um, glandulars and I treat a, an amazing amount of vegans and you know I can I respect the way they choose to eat that's fine but all of the vegans except two says, well, okay, I can make an exception with this because of this. Or, or I can take the fish oil or krill oil, even though that's an animal product. Um, I've only had two that won't compromise. And I said, that, that's fine. I'm very respectful of that. But you're going to get well at a much slower rate. And some of the vegans come back and say, oh, my God, you put me on this animal product. And, oh, my God, I haven't felt this good in 20 years. And they just go on and on and on. And then they send in all their friends, which are vegans. And that's why I have a pretty good track record uh, helping people. And and then I have a lot of people on the other end of the spectrum that, you know, have gone paleo, primal, keto, you know, know, the heavy meat eaters. Uh, I don't think there's any one particular diet, but I'm very careful to tell people, it's not what you put in your body. It's what you absorb. And most of us think, well, we put it in, it's good. No, you need massive amounts of digestive enzymes and massive amounts of probiotics. You have to heal that GI tract from the damage that this genetically modified organisms, you know, uh, all the things that we eat, most of them are genetically modified. Um, 
I got in a big debate with the, this one big guy about, he says there's not genetically modified wheat. And I stated my case for why I think there is, although they're not admitting to it much. They do admit there is some, but uh, <clears throat> that's why wheat is one of the reasons wheat has four to 40 times more gluten in it. Uh, so you have to use the probiotics and digestive enzymes uh, almost every day just to make sure that you absorb a higher percentage of what you put in your body. Mm. I mean, the microbiome is, is just essential. You know, people, I mean, 10, yes. 10 15 years ago, the, the medical industry would didn't they just laugh at it. Even, and then now they're the ones, when I say to people, when I give my seminars, they're coming up and say, oh my God, we're starting to learn this now. It's so important. And, um, I mean, you guys have got more GMO over there than we have, but you know, we right. still we still get your products on our shelves. Um, so things like the sweet potatoes, you know, um, I think you've even got pineapple GMO now. Um, it's lots of different just different different things you've got to look out for. I always say to to my my clients and my my parents, you know, you've got to look out for where these things come from, even if they're organic. Right. Unless they're organic, which you'll be fine. But um, yeah, I I completely agree with you. Um, it's so. <laughs> you can sit there and have arguments with people but sometimes you know as you said well how are you feeling you got vegan I've dealt with the same thing um, Stephen with vegans um, people that have gone vegan and it's gone been tremendously good for them for like six months to a year and then they start getting problems uh, and then, right. but, but I even had Leah Keith on here who was vegan for 20 years and she said she's done irreparable damage to her body um, and if you're doing it for animal welfare I completely understand but at the end of the day who's going to change the world more you or a cow um, and so I look at it like I don't want to lose my health um, over that and you know uh, when I eat meat I feel better I don't eat loads of meat um, right. but as you said before it's not about just what you put in it's a balance and it's also about what you can absorb and what you can assimilate you know and most right. people aren't digesting metabolizing assimilating and eliminating their foods properly uh, I'm guessing this also comes down to playing a big issue with the thyroid right because if you're not doing that you're not going to be getting the nutrients that you need to, to nourish your body absolutely and you know the thyroid has such a huge influence on our GI tract and GI tract is you know, 70, 80 percent of our immune system, and that's why we're having more autoimmune diseases, Hashimoto's and others. Uh, so thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. You know, first and foremost to look at. But I, I tell people, well, let's look at a. Well, I told a guy from down in Houston, and he was from a family of fishermen. I said, when I do lab work, I throw a big net. He says, okay, I've got that analogy. He really understood that. I said, you know, we don't want to look specific because I think one of the biggest problems in American uh, health care is we've been a reductionist nation. Let's reduce you to a kidney problem. Let's reduce you to a thyroid problem. And we're ignoring all the other things. There's a cascade of things that happen all over the body when one organ fails. And so let's look at you know, on lab we do a tremendous amount of lab. I do it extremely inexpensively uh, so that, you know, most people can afford to do that. And I've had people that come in here. Of course, we do it. You know, I talk to people all over the nation, but they come in here and they, I'll be explaining it and they'll start crying. And I'll say, I'm sorry, did I say something wrong? They said, no, you're the first person in 10 years that's listened to me and figured out what the problem is. And, you know, it's, we all have our successes and failures, of course, but um, Hashimoto's is getting more and more rampant. So I, I think it would behoove the uh, patients, if they're not getting results, to get a second or a third opinion. Uh, you know, failure leaves clues, but so does success. And so, you know, follow where success leads you. 
just pay attention. Your body will lead you if you will pay attention to it. Yeah. And what sort of, for for example, I always say to people, um, right, so unless it's someone who's been struggling, struggling for a long time, go and get labs. Um, Otherwise, I'm always like, I mean, I've been in places where people just chucking people out for tests. And I'm like, the guy's eating cheese strings and quavers and drinking litres of Coke and you're sending them out for tests. Of course, he's going to be toxic and deficient and everything. How about we clean his diet up right for a month, then come back and see what is deficient in then, you know? Because you're going to get better results. Um, otherwise, if people are doing anything right and they're still struggling, then I think it's a good time to take a test. Um, do you understand what I'm coming from with that, Stephen? Yeah, you know, I, I do see some people that test to death. Uh, you know, I've had, I've had patients that, you know, retest, 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 and they've never even bought the supplements and taken them. Yeah. And so what's the point of looking at it if you don't do it? And I, I tell people faith without works is dead and works being the action step. And that's what made America great is we took an idea, but we, we put the action step to it. Uh, I hope we get back to that someday, but, uh, yeah. you know, talking about it's great, but it's the doing, uh, that really gets you results. Yeah, they say, I think it's a quote, um, to know and not do means you don't really know. Um, because, you know <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so what sort of test do you get when you say you brought you, because I always look at it, when I t- if I get people to test, I always like to do it sometimes, have a few different times, because otherwise sometimes it can be like a snapshot in time, you do it at 9 o'clock, but it, it might be different at 12 or 5 o'clock in the evening. Um, how do you go about yours, Stephen, and, and what sort of test do you do? If you look at the thyroid, for example, what sort of ones would you do? Do you have a specific yeah. few? Yeah, you know, I start with five. Most doctors just do the TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, which is not even the thyroid. It's really, uh, you know, what the pituitary in the brain is putting out. Uh, you know, I do like, uh, again, T3 is, in my opinion, the, the best one, the one that works the most, does the most work in the body. But I do T4, I do T3 uptake. Um, but free T3 is where I look absolutely the most, uh, free thyroxin index. Um, I do that one, but again, TSH generally should be on the low side of the parameter and the reference interval. And I try to educate people. This reference interval does not represent healthy. That represents what's common in America. And I've seen these reference intervals from a low number to a high number change tremendously, but TSH should generally be on the low end of the spectrum and T3 uptake. It's better if it's higher on the high end, but most things on your lab should be in the middle 30 or 40%, like the top of the bell curve, so to speak for ideal. That's what we're looking for is ideal or optimal. So TSH thyroxin or T4, T3 uptake, free thyroxin index and free T3. That's what I start with, and then if it looks kind of crazy, then I'll add a TPO and thyroid antibodies. Cool. Yeah, I understand, I understand what you're saying. Most people, they say normal. Well, normal nowadays is like Homer Simpson, right? So you want optimal. Or you don't want this to be like between their normal. I mean, in fact, so many of the standards have actually reduced because because <laughs> people are just getting sicker and sicker, you know? So normal or common isn't, isn't really what you're going for. Optimal is the best. Um, so, okay, and so... With those tests, um, with those tests, is there a certain place that you you use for them? A specific place, or do you go different different places for different tests? Um, in Texas, I use LabCorp. I, I, for the most part, I use Quest. You know, those are the top two, in my opinion. Of course, uh, the top two labs. And if you're so, uh, you had your clients in the UK, which who do you use for them? 
You know, I can't order in the UK. The the guy that I love from London, uh, Luke has, uh, he's actually from Poland. So he'll leave London and go back to Poland and get a lot. And I said, well, you kind of have to uh, translate it back to English. Um, and I did a podcast with a guy in Barcelona. He said, well, will you go over my lab online, or, you know, on a podcast later? I said, sure. But it, that was in Spain. So I said, well, even though I'm in Texas, I don't speak much Spanish. So you have to translate that. And, and that was a big hit, the guy out of Barcelona. And, of course, he has a huge following in America, too. So yeah. uh, I, it, it, I can't order outside the United States. I actually can only do 47 of the 50 states uh, here. Okay. But they can get their lab, and then we can go over it if they want. But I can't really ship. I mean, just getting it to London, uh, this guy pays a huge, huge tariff to get it there. I hope things loosen up a little bit. Yeah, well, the way Donald Trump was talking this week, uh, apparently there will be. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, he, saying, do some, uh, he said Europe have uh, given America a very, very bad deal. And so... Hopefully we get a better one with you guys, um, so that will open things up. Because we actually, um, the companies I used to work for, one of the, some of the supplements that I use for my guys come from America um, too. I mean, we use a lot of the quality organic fermented greens, and we use a product called Super Super, um, sorry, Living Fuel. Um, super berries and super greens, and it can only it only comes from America, uh, and so yeah, we know that tariffs can be like uh, sometimes initial shipping big, so it's interesting. Um, so. Stephen, when it comes to diet and it comes to thyroid, for example, what foods should people um, avoid in terms of make, being detrimental to their, th- their health and thyroid health? And what foods should they add in if they've got um, an underactive or overactive thyroid? Well, I think, first of all, they should add in more seafood so they get more iodine, more kelp, um, more seaweed. Uh, Janet and I had a seaweed salad yesterday, or that was part of our meal. Um, it depends on what book you read. And and that's the reason, you know, reading books, just one book, I think can be detrimental to a person's uh, outcome. Some people will say to avoid the cruciferous vegetables and other people say, no, cruciferous vegetables are very important. Uh, my personal opinion is cruciferous vegetables are incredibly important because it has a substance in it called indole three carbonyl. Uh, which if you have good digestive enzymes, and that's usually a big if, uh, then that'll turn to methane. And what those endol-3-carbonyl and DIM does is actually will uh, adhere uh, to the estrogen-like compounds, the plastics, the pesticides, the fire retardants that come out of your mattress and pill every night. It'll adhere to it and help the body excrete it. And one thing I have to tell people, you Just to have thyroid function at optimal, you have to make sure the liver is optimal because the liver has the job of taking these nasty little chemicals and twisting it around to a safer chemical estrogen mimicker and then excreting it through the bile into the small intestine. Well, most of us are constipated. If you don't have good bowel movements, two or three a day, then these safer estrogen mimicking chemicals are converted by the bad bacteria and yeast, and it's reabsorbed into the colon or through the colon and small intestine, and those are major contributors to cancer. So you have to have, for good thyroid function, you have to have good liver function because it's not detoxing. But I, as far as the, I like cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, you know, that sort of thing. 
And there's a couple of them I don't really like, but I eat them just because it's a good thing. I don't eat for taste. I eat for health. Yeah. Um, you can make it, you can make some of them taste. Like, have you ever, ever tried broccoli with a little bit of Himalayan rock, rock salt and some apple cider vinegar on it? Tastes like, yeah. tastes like the salt and vinegar crisps. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's really easy. Can, like I say, when you make your, if you just, yeah, it might take a little bit, but I think organic food cooked the right, the right way is, is world class. I think it tastes better than any processed rubbish um, and you can get it tasting quite nice. But you just mentioned quickly there cancer. Now, is thyroid cancer quite a big deal of quite a big, uh, I mean, that's quite a big deal. Is it quite um, prominent in your, in your clinic? I don't really see much of it because usually I'm the last place they stop. Usually if they have cancer, the medical profession has found it and dealt with it medically, which I think is a good thing. Um, you know, if they have nodules or goiter, I always tell them, well, go to your medical doctor and have that checked out. If it's not cancer, you know, it's it's probably fixable. Like my my young daughter, she was in her early 20s, and she came in and says, Daddy, I have thyroid cancer. I said, no, you don't. Let's send you for lab. And she had a goiter. And I said, well, here's what you need to take. And she took, and her goiter went away. And uh, she also scarred quite a bit. She was in a bad wreck one time and you know, had a couple of cuts. And it, it did the keloid scarring, which is usually an iodine deficiency also. So I put her on some iodine some other things, and she, she you know, her goiter went away. So if you think about a goiter, <clears throat> even precancerous, the body in its wisdom is trying to put out more thyroid cells so there's more thyroid uh, receptors looking for iodine. Right. If you think right. about it in that term, then if you give it enough iodine, it has the ability, and I've seen quite a few of these nodules and goiters, shrink and go away. So you, so you're, I had keloid scarring, Stephen, so really interesting um, I had really bad acne, uh, it turned into like cysts all over my chest and back after my best friend died, pushed my body into like an emotional healing crisis right. and uh, had them all over my chest and back. They've become quite prominent. Now, through my lifestyle, they've gone down. I mean, the doctor said you have them for life and I used to get steroid injections, all these medicals, nothing worked. Um, I used to have 15 steroid injections in my chest and back a week and it was just was terrible itching. And obviously I changed my lifestyle and now my skin's completely different. Like most It's got a little bit left but you wouldn't ever realise what I wasn't went through. People can't believe my skin. Now, you're saying that's to do with I haven't been iodine deficient as well. That is, that's a possibility. Now, the other thing is, uh, if you get a good vitamin E, and again, most people don't realize most supplements on the market are terrible. They're yeah, like they your ex. Yeah, they are. You know, they're like your ex. They don't work and they're toxic to you. <laughs> uh, I always say, we've got a shop over here called Holland and Barrett. I like to quit Holland and McDonald's, you know. It's just, <laughs> it's just full of toxic, synthetic crap. Um, yeah, and that's true. But if you get a good vitamin E, one that's you know, it's vitamin E is not just D alpha tocopherol. It has the other tocopherols and hopefully the tocotrienols. But look for high levels of gamma tocopherols. That's the one that will really decrease uh, scarring. And you know, I put you know, I'm getting a little older, so I'm getting a few skin conditions here and there. And I'll, I'll break open a capsule and put a just smear a little bit, and it's like. Oh, that skin lesion goes away very, very quickly because I'll put the the vitamin E high in gamma tocopherols on it, and it's like it just disappears. I had a big basal cell carcinoma 
almost disappeared. My doctor said, I've got to cut it out. That's, that's terrible. He said, that's squamous cell. I said, what is squamous cell? He said, don't worry about it. You'll be dead in six months. He had that kind of strange sense of humor and I didn't, I was not offended. <laughs> and he cut it out and I said, well, I took it from a very large size down to this. And he said, well, that's bull. Uh, and I said, I took it down with vitamins, vitamin E, vitamin D and vitamin A. And he said that was bull. And he took it out and he said, well, it wasn't squamous cell. It was basal cell. And I said, well, I was, you know, shrinking it with vitamins. And he says, bull and very, very incredibly intelligent doctor, but he died at a very early age because he didn't do anything for supplementation. So you hear from doctors, supplements don't work. Mm. Well, I just did a podcast on why vitamins do work. And I just went on and on and on about the different medically done research that says this vitamin, this herb, da, 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 da. I mean, I listed a lot of them. So supplements do work if you get the right quality yeah. supplement. Yeah. What, what can, cause I'm going to just try that some of that on mine. What, what, um, what brand were you doing for the, uh, for the, uh, gamma, um, to copper rolls, to copper rolls? Yeah. I've got yeah. It in front of me actually, what brand were you using for that? Was it your own one? I use pure encapsulations, but you have to be careful one of the largest counterfeit rings in the world, uh, according to some of these uh, uh, pharmaceutical grade supplement companies, they're being counterfeited like crazy and sold on Amazon. And I don't want to make Amazon mad because, you know, it's not them doing it. I get them straight from the factory, uh, but they are very, very counterfeited. And, and this information is coming from a former uh, FDA special investigator, and he agrees with me. Uh, my two favorite companies, uh, besides pure encapsulations, that's not my favorite, uh, just because they are, they say heavily counterfeited. Uh, so get it from the factory. Uh, I like orthomolecular and Zymogen. They are just incredibly brilliant in how they test, 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 and retest way beyond the FDA requirements. So orthomolecular uh, and the other one was... Zymogen, uh, that's X, I don't know, I may spell it wrong, uh, X-Y-M-O-G-E-N or something like that. There may be a Z in it. Okay. But I, I hang on, I, I'll find it. Uh, yeah. I'm just interested X, in, yeah, go for it. X-Y-M-O-G-E-N, Zymogen or orthomolecular yep. are my, by far my two favorite. And there's some others that are really good too. But they're the ones that only sell to doctors and pharmacies and places like that. If you can find it on Amazon, I would kind of worry about it. Or, okay. or the po po it. Well, it increases the possibility of counterfeiting. It doesn't mean it's going to be counterfeit. It just means you have a higher possibility. And people that don't believe that said, I say, well, I was in China, and the guy says, here, I've got a stainless steel case and 10 Rolex watches. I'll take 100 bucks for them. Well, number one, it wasn't stainless steel. It was an aluminum case. And number two, you can't get 10 Rolex watches for 100 bucks. Uh, we, we were in Jamaica and Honduras, and you can see the Michael Kors uh, and all these expensive purses for 5 or 10 bucks a piece that normally sell for 500 to 1500 here. Do you think they weren't counterfeit? I've seen so many counterfeit things because – Janet and I have been to several different company or countries, and it's like, well, that company's not going to sell it for ten bucks in Jamaica when it's selling it for fifteen hundred in America. So, counterfeiting takes place, folks, and you kind of have to be careful where you get this stuff. Yeah, vitamin. Um, I think I'm just looking up here. Uh, Macola's got one. 
Dr. McConaughey's got his uh, vitamin E, um, which is really I like. I like him. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. Mercola and Life Extension, uh, they're they're the two big ones that promote vitamins. Life Extension or Mercola, I would trust them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and we, we get that here, so I can, I can have a go with that. And so you Good. open you open them up and put it on your skin, or do you take them already? I do both. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Janet gives me a lot of stuff for my heart and my brain. She says we can't afford your brain to go away and can't afford <laughs> for your heart attack. Yeah. Uh, I take them internally, but I will put them on externally too. Yeah. You know, for skin, vitamin A, vitamin E, uh, panathenic acid works real well. And vitamin D, one of the best things you can do for yeah. health is up your vitamin D level and, you know, above a 50, whatever it takes to get you there. And again, I can take 20,000 units a day of good vitamin D and, I don't absorb real well because of GI issues. So, and and this needs to be done on lab. You should never take twenty thousand units a day, unless you have lab. And I've never gotten mine past fifty-seven. I'd love to drive it up around eighty or ninety. Yeah, I mean, it's why when you go in the sun, you just—it's just different, different world when you're living in the sun. I mean, I over here, I use a low-powered uh, UVB um, like sunbed, which is one of the ones Makoda used to sell before they. When on it, right. and so it's a very very good uh, because in in the in the winter you can't get it otherwise um nothing like it say vitamin D, vitamin D but I, I mean I use lots of things for my skin obviously I've got my own little blends and MSM use um, C C platform berry there's loads of things I've tried tried and there's be interested to give this a go uh, and just to see what it's like but um, it's always good to just keep on your body guessing as well and see what else you can you can do for it so yeah i'll try the dr mccullough vitamin e capsules and interesting that your daughter had keloids because they're more prominent in um in african-americans so it was very doctors were quite were quite uh surprised when i got them as well um so yeah i've, I've never i say i've never met i've very rarely heard of another white person having them um so yeah interesting that you you've been through that as well Stephen. right yeah, um, so I know you've got to go now because you've got a client in about five minutes so I want to say thank you very much for coming on the show but just before we go anything else you'd like to add yeah thank you for the opportunity to be here and thank you for the opportunity to uh, spout my opinions I think one of the biggest things missing in health is people have lost their sense of humor they've lost their joy they've lost their uh, sense of life and their purpose in life and I think we need to ch- kind of chill out and uh, reevaluate life. It's not about gathering stuff. Because I talked to a guy when I was in Denmark one time, and he was actually born in the U.K., and he says, well, you Americans are so stupid. And I said, well, okay, how do you mean that? And he says, y'all are in a rush to buy more stuff. And he says, the reason we're happy over here, he says, we're overtaxed, but he says, we don't have the money to buy more stuff and stress over it. And he says, so that helps us have better family relationships and, and better relationships with our friends. I think we should chill out and learn mentally and spiritually to be happier uh, because joy uh, and health comes from inside out. Yeah, 100%. I echo that. Um 100% Stephen and thank you for coming on and giving us your pearls of wisdom it's really nice to, to get you on the show and uh, hopefully we'll get you back on uh, at a later date we can discuss some other stuff so uh, thanks for that very much Stephen uh, and when it comes out I'll let you know and we'll um, have a little chat okay mate oh, uh, that sounds great anytime you want me back just let me know cool awesome Stephen just stay there and I'll say bye bye alright bye bye so guys that was Dr. Stephen Lewis talking all about the thyroid 
Um, I think we covered lots there, lots that you're going to get huge benefits from in terms of how how the how the body is is meant to work, how how we're all living outside of nature's laws, doing too much um, every day. You know, the body is got. It's like the season. People don't realize this. It's like the seasons. You have winter and you have the summer. You know, and you have spring and autumn. And spring, you're getting ready for the summer and it goes through summer then you've got the autumn that's getting ready for the winter and it's the same with the body you have to have summer and winter and spring and fall and get ready for the times you're going to push and then you get ready for the times you can wind down if you're always going too fast too hard these issues are going to going to come up so that's the that's the problem we got there guys and we need to address it and as i said before dr stephen lewis talked um a lot about that it was a really good episode so any questions you've got shoot them over to me um and we can go from there, guys. Um, yeah, it was great. And and next week we've got on Dr. Patrick Vicker, uh, Vickers from the Gersten um, Treatment Institute. He's got the, the Gersten Treatment, um, talking all about cancer and advanced diseases and the amount of advanced diseases they've actually been reversing. So that's going to be a great show. But otherwise, guys, as always... Um, Head on over to www.reviveyourself.co. Look at all the, the articles we got there. Any of you with chronic illness, we've got a free mini, free four day mini course through there. It's been brilliant. And head on over to Facebook as well, uh, forward slash revive natural health. You got, I'm, I'm also on there, my personal page. And you can follow us on Instagram at revive underscore yourself. Otherwise, guys, that's it for this week. Keep happy. Keep healthy. And if you're not, well, you know you can just show over to our website and give me a shout and I'll be able to help you through whatever you're going through. Otherwise, guys, as I said before, speak to you next week. Keep well. Have a good week. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today. 